Hello? This Hello? is the Rich Eisen Show. Big Kirko wakes up dripping like this. I like it, Kirko. You like that? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. After review, the fumble went over the pylon, which my Stupid ass rule. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, legendary broadcaster Bob Costas. Coming up, Colorado head coach Deion Sanders, author and comedian Cedric the Entertainer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is live on the air. We say hello to our Roku channel audience every day, 12 to 3 Eastern. We celebrated just Tuesday our second uh, anniversary uh, on this program. Or our first anniversary, right? One year in and this is our year two. Look, the the years are flying by. The show is flying by. <laughs> Tom Pelissero, hour one. Deion Sanders, hour two. And my gosh, that was as great as uh, as I was expecting that conversation to be. And go, Bob Costas calling in uh, to correct a uh, uh, an error from yesterday's program. My the error being, I should never have called him to help with my power rankings. <laughs> but as I said to you, who better to give me the the go ahead to replace the Jets with the Lions in my power rankings yeah. than a guy who could care less about it? <laughs> totally agree. But with twenty eight Emmys, it is still it's a it's a it's a TV question. It's a broadcast Absolutely. question. It's an, you know what it is? It's an integrity question. <laughs> So that's why we had Bob call in. And you made the change, that showing your and integrity. I did. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. It's integrity all around. Absolutely. I'm integrity adjacent to Bob Costas, is basically what I'm saying. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer is in our green room, which delights. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a new novel out called Flipping Box Cars. Let's go. And I'm holding the book up for our radio audience, Terrestrial, Sirius XM, and Odyssey, and our podcast as well. Once uh, you're done with this, get ready for the weekend. Once the weekend's over, Overreaction Monday, a podcast Chris and I do every Monday on the Cumulus Podcast Network. Then on Tuesday, Susie Schuster, Amy Trask uh, with What the Football. So, you know, we're just churning out the content, basically. Um, also, in this hour, we're, we're going to play What's More Likely. That's coming up uh, in just a few minutes' time. But let's take some phone calls here because all the phone lines are lit. Um, let us go to Terzo in Iowa. All rise. All rise. What's up, Terzo? What's up, guys? Just walked into Carl's after a good round of golf. Got a boy. Wow. Do you ever work, hey. Terzo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, really? Come on. Brockman, I work every day. I already I already dealt with three different cases while I was Look on the you. golf course. Look at you. Six different phone calls. And was still just on hold with you guys. I'm multitasking. This is impressive. Wow, that's amazing. He's, he's solving crime. You're hired. Even though that's not what you do. Um, and uh, you're you're holding on. You're opining. And now you're going to the, your local establishment there in the great state of Iowa to call us. This is wonderful. What's on your mind, sir? What's, what's on your mind? Well, so, Rich, I went to CSU. So I am a mm. proud Ram. Okay. Um, but I'm also a huge Dion fan. Okay. Actually, the first jersey I ever had was Dion with the Falcons. Okay. That's, and I'm a huge Niner fan. You know that, right? So mm. all I've ever done is I love Prime. Anything that Prime touches, I think it turns to gold. And for my coach at CSU, who has nothing to stand on, to go and say that, and, and I'm, I'm going to be quite frank, to disrespect the man that way is, is, was, was unnecessary. And you don't need to do it. Like, there's no reason for it. And I know Dion's going to be a bigger and better man because he is. But the only time, you know, I take my hat off is when I go into court, when I go into church, or if I'm having a beautiful dinner, friend, a beautiful dinner with my girlfriend. And, uh, and that's why you are who you are, Terzo. Thanks for calling in, brother. Enjoy your weekend. That's uh, Terzo and I. You, you got it. Same. Go back right, to work now. See you, brother. Back to work. Have one on us. Or for us. Both. Look, I guess what Jay, Jay Norvell is trying to illustrate to his kids, we're not afraid. Yeah. We're I not guess. afraid to poke the bear. We're going to go in. We do it differently here. I don't know. They didn't see that movie I think about he the bear just... this summer, did they? No. Yeah. They did not. those bears. Stay away from you know that. Mean? You don't want to go poking the bear. Uh, <laughs> holding on for two plus hours. Shravan in Washington, D.C. I said the name right, right, sir? Right, brother? Yes, you did, Rich. How are you doing? Good to have you back on the program. What's on your mind? Doing good. Christopher Brockman, six-time champion. TJ Jefferson, five-time champion. How are we doing, guys? My uh, man. I'm ready, ready for my six. Let's go. What does he mean by that? Oh, Super Bowls. You Super Bowls, Rich. Oh. Yeah, you, you got yeah. Rich Eisen one so, time. Rich, f- 
first things first, I'm very, very disappointed over what happened with Aaron Rodgers at MetLife. That is just, it's just devastating. Appreciate your support. Unfortunately, I hate to say this to you, there was one silver lining to it. It brought forth another classic Rich Eisen rant, and I've been keeping a journal of Rich Eisen show rants ever since it first came on. Wow. And I've come up with a top five list of Rich Eisen show rants. Are you the one who tweeted us a few weeks ago? Yeah, uh, I, I've got the list right in front of me if you want me to play it. Hold on a second. Hold on, do we do animation? Do we get the music? whole thing? The yeah, whole business? You don't need music. Just oh, no, no, no. No, 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 second. Hold on a minute. Hold on. We don't need the music. Hold on a minute. We don't need the music, but let's get rich. The new animation's great. We've got sound. We've got video. Let's go. I mean, like, here we go. Hit it. Hit it. Go for it. Okay, so number five on the list. Hold on a minute. We got to get you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We need to give you your. We're playing the we're playing your, the animation. Your drop. Theme music. Okay. <laughs> High five. One, two, three, four, five. Richest top five. Okay, very good. You have the floor, Shravan. You have the so floor. Number five on the list. Yes. February 9th, two thousand fifteen. Mister Irving Bierman's letter to James Dolan sets off Rich to the point where the schmecky owner with his fedora continues the bad luck blues of Madison Square Garden. Okay, that's number five. <laughs> number four? Number four. Yes. Number four on the uh, number four item up for bids. The great T.J. Jefferson casually mentions Luis Gonzalez on April 20th, 2021, <laughs> leading to Rich up. ranting about uh, Susie, i.e. my wife, my wife. a baseball wow. signed by an unnamed Yankee. <laughs> then the picture of Blowing the lead from Mariana Rivera leads, leads Rich to say, on a day when I'm nominated for an Emmy, what's the matter with you people? Okay. That's very good. Wow. Very detailed. Very detailed. Way, sounds like me. All right. I remember right. that happening. Number three. Number three on the list. September 2nd, 2019. Sam Darnold comes down with mono and the late, great Demarius Thomas. God bless his humble soul. Rich yes. is angry to the point where he puts up a conspiracy theory of the, quote, Manchurian mono wide receiver coming from New England to New York and causing Sam to get mono. That is definitely. <laughs> that's the no, ESPN graphic where he's point, like pointing. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Who did that? Mono with mono. Hey, I have mono. All right, I'm scared to hear the number two and one. If that was three, what else you got? Number two. Number, Number two. two, yeah. It was just recently the football gods kicking Rich in the keister. Mm-hmm. September twelfth, twenty twenty three. Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles because it's four snaps, similar to the number of fingers the Michigan Wolverines put up in honor of the great Jim Harbaugh, well, who incidentally wore number four at the University of Michigan. All right, number one. What's the number one rant of all time that you've uh, that you've heard? I guess from us. What do you got? B- before I get to, before I get to that one, oh. I got to do an honorable mention. The 16 one-star Uber ratings and blame Susie for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. very harsh use of the word blame, but real, let's real don't, fan don't, of the show. don't get involved. Right. Don't get involved, right. Shravan. Amazing. What's number one? Sorry. What do you got? All right, number one. Yeah. The f- five words that are forever trademarked with Rich. December 21st, 2020. Do not get me started because the Jets beat the Rams to lose out on Trevor Lawrence and end up with Zach Wilson who is known for being a cougar hunter and Trevor Lawrence has taken the Jaguars to the playoffs but also signified that the Jets are just never allowed to have nice things. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's not a bad list. Uh, That's a really good list. And thank you, Sravon, for reminding me just how unhinged I can possibly be on this program. Thank you very much. That was well done. That is amazing. Yeah, that was, that was very well done. I do remember that. I remember all of those. When I remember they all beat of those. the Rams here. We're still the Jets are still feeling the effect of it. Yeah. The the ripple. Right? Unless we would have gotten four snaps in seventy five seconds out of Trevor Lawrence in game one. He, his and career even probably that, would have been ruined. Even that, yeah. even that, he probably would prefer that over Urban Meyer in his first year. <laughs> what would you take? What would you rather have? A snapped Achilles or a year with Urban? Which is which is more? Well, about, which is more what, growth stunting? Was it six seven weeks? Which is more growth stunting? Wasn't wasn't that long with Urban? Uh, no, it was about ten or twelve. You had a whole off season hearing about him asking his uh, coaching staff for their resumes after oh, hi- after hiring them. 
Okay. <laughs> Which made me give you my resume. All right. Before Cedric the Entertainer <laughs> wow. hits, here we go. Here we go, everybody. Wow. It is now time for our Friday staple. What's Let's more go. likely? Hit it, please. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there? What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Everybody good? Friday? Good. Yes, hey. sir. Let's go. Hey, we just talked to the great Deion Sanders. He's the head coach of Colorado. What's more likely to be the bigger total this weekend? Colorado's winning margin or the Broncos' points scored? Broncos are... Home for Washington. Home for Washington. Oh, I'll go winning margin for Colorado. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, let's say Colorado wins by 31. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the Broncos are putting up 31 on... I think their offense is still is still formulating. And that's part of the reason why I think they went onside to start the game against the Raiders. You don't think that was just Sean Payton being like, I'm bad. I'm bad. Yeah. I don't think it's for ego. I think it's for, let's surprise him. And let's get a short field for Russ to start the season. With Judy out. So, uh, I'll go Colorado winning margin. That is what's more likely there. All right, I like go. that. Good start. What Load else you got? Up on the Buffaloes. All right. Who's the more likely AFC Super Bowl contender to start the season 0-2? Chiefs or Bengals? Oh, I'll go Bengals on that one. Really? I just, I mean, more hmm. likely. You know, Ravens coming into the the Bengals' house or the Chiefs going into Jacksonville and wanting to set things straight with Kelsey back and Chris Jones back. Back in quotes. They're, I think they're there. We're assuming in quotes because Chris Jones hasn't played football since the Super Bowl and Travis Kelsey, you know, might be nursing something. I don't know. Bengals started 0-2 last year and still made it. I can't imagine the Chiefs starting 0-2 at this point if Kelsey and Jones are back. So I'll, I'll go Bengals. Mm. Bengals are, I, what do you got? Bengals are 4-1 and one against the Ravens in the last five, too. So. I know, but they, you know, Ravens had them last year in the playoffs, and if Lamar was, I mean, Lamar's there. I'll just go there. I'll go there right now. I'll go there. What else you got, Chris? More likely to have more total yards up the road in SoFi this weekend. Christian McCaffrey or Puka Doncic and Tutu Atwell combined? Well, I mean, Puka Nakua, Nakua Matata might not be playing, right? I, so, I mean, as of writing this, he is. But So uh, I'll go I'll go McCaffrey. I'll go McCaffrey. I have a, I have a feeling that the, uh, the, the Rams might have their hands a bit more full. And and that and I know that means home against the Niners as opposed to road against Seattle, but what if the Rams? You're not going, right? You're not going. You sold your tickets. Have they been sold yet? <laughs> Just come out and say it. I don't, I don't like the accusations. I don't the, like your tone. You're not going. You resemble those. Remarks. Have you sold your tickets yet? Yes or no? Yet being the key negative word. on both. I have not sold, and I haven't decided if I'm going. Thank you very much. Okay. He ain't going, Rich. No way he's There's going. No way he's going. Because Niner fans are probably knocking on that secondary ticket door. That's the that's the knock you hear of opportunity. Just saying, my DMs are open. Uh, all Cash right, ne- moving on. Uh, more likely to be the higher total. Higher total. I'm proud of this one. Sacks in the Jets Cowboys game, or touchdowns in the Dolphins Patriots game. Oh, sacks. Sacks and Jets Dolphins. I mean, Jet Jets Cowboys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How many touchdowns in Miami, New England? Um, what would you think? Three, four in that game? Three, four? Yeah, Patriots. Six? Look, at their, look at their history in New England, right? Right? I mean, I just saw what I just saw. Six or seven in this game, at least. The Dolphins scored five. I have a, how about this one? What's more likely, touchdowns scored in New England, Miami, or field goals in Miami, New England? You'd go touchdowns, wouldn't you? I'm just saying, pal. Well, what are you changing the game for? I'm just changing. <laughs> the Patriots have a better offense than the Jets. I'm not changing any game. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm not changing a game. You're changing I gave the game. You, excuse me. I gave you the answer to your question. Wrong And answer. then it said, okay. <laughs> what else, Chris? What's more likely, <laughs> that there's more 2-0 and teams or more 0-2 teams on Tuesday? Ooh. Well, we know right now, Let's half the league, 1-0. The other half, 0-1 coming into this week. We already have... So there's a possibility... We already have a 2-0 and and an 0-2 instead of two 1-1s. So... 
Hmm. More 2-0 teams or more 0-2 teams? I will say more 0-2 teams come Tuesday. More 0-2. I like it, Chris. Ooh. It's a good one. Glasses more likely, empty, yeah, because I think that this is a, a league that where one week you win, one week you're you're not. So I think there'll be a lot more 1-1s and ones, and then uh, some more 0-2s than 2-0s. Hmm. I assume that that's going to be the case. I, I haven't looked yet to see how many 1-1s one or 1-0s possible... are playing each other. You there's, get 1-0 there's Rams, 1-0 There's a max possibility of 12 2-0 teams. Okay. And what's the max possibility of 0-1 teams? I didn't get that far. All right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I should, math this is me what playing poker, doing? too. I just go, I just, I, I don't do the odds. I'm not an odds guy because, you know, I'm not allowed to gamble. Rich, so what playing, do I know about not odds? Playing, not playing point. GTO, are you? All right. More likely NFC North quarterback to throw for more yards and a win. Jordan Love or Jared Goff? Um. Oh, I'm going with Jared Goff, baby. Oh, yeah. You saw what Matthew Stafford just did to Seattle on the road. Goff's at home, pal. They were storing the roar. Here we go. Storing the yeah, roar. man. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Line's big. Jared Goff. Line's big. What else you got? That line's been moving. I'm moving on. Quarterback to have more rushing yards in a win. Anthony Richardson or Justin Fields? Hmm. Richardson against Houston. Justin Fields against Tampa. I'll go Justin Fields. Ooh. Yeah. I think. Really? Yeah. I'll go Justin Fields. I think Richardson. You think they're going to beat the Bucs? Pal, no. I, I, I think he'll be running for his life. That's what I think. And some of these guys will be covered, and he's just going to say, screw it, I'm out the gate. And Anthony, <laughs> and I, I think Anthony Richardson might have a long day. I think Houston's going to show that they have some defensive oh, gumption, and they're going to be home, and they're going to run Damian Pierce a heck of a lot more than they did in, 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 uh, in Baltimore. And they're going to be a little bit more uh, – I, I, I kind of like Houston to win this game, Ooh. to be honest with you. Wow, hot take. Okay, how's that hot? Okay. They're home. So what's up? All right, last one. Playoff team from a year ago, uh, more likely to fumble the bag and start 0-2. Chargers or Giants? I mean. Uh, I think the Giants. What's more fumbling of the bag than going to Arizona and following up your 40 to nothing home opening loss with a win, a loss out there against the, the bus takers or the self-drivers? Josh Jobs. Uh, I think the Chargers go to Tennessee and win that game. I'm going to take them on game day morning, that's for sure. And then halfway through, say, why the hell did I do that? And say what I said on Friday's show. But I'll, I'll go Giants. Giants go 0-2. Are you getting the heat turned up a little bit? On who? Everybody. Daniel Jones, Brian Dayball, Daniel Darren Jones, Waller. You just said everyone who's not going anywhere. Keep naming names. They're not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Cut them? No, you don't cut anybody. You just, you know, go back to the drawing board. So, oh, and two, yikes! That's there's it. There's no shame in losing forty nothing to the Dallas Cowboys. Let's Very good. Be honest. Well, that's yeah. what's more likely here on a Friday. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, the great Cedric the Entertainer is in studio. He is now a novelist as well as one of the funniest guys on planet Earth. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle. O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. 
you know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's great, man, are these, you know, we do a lot of NFL, NBA shows on Family Feud for Celebrity. Right. It's great, man, when regular people discover that celebrities don't know nothing. <laughs> they don't. You think because a person is famous, they know more. They actually know less. Yeah. <laughs> they know less than anybody else because they're exposed to less. Rich people don't know how much milk costs. You get out of touch, man. And when they come on Celebrity Family Feud, you find out how out of touch they are. They don't know anything, man. Like, one of the questions for the NFL team was, yeah. and we were asking guy running back for the Packers, uh, can't think of his name, but the question was, complete the sentence. Strip, and you spoke, you know, like strip mall, strip, strip poker. Strip sack. Strip sack. Yeah. I said, name, complete the word strip. He said, purr. <laughs> <laughs> strip purr. I went, hold on, man. I quit breathing. <laughs> How is that your point of reference to complete the word strip? Purr. P-E-R. That was it. I was done. That was one of my great moments. And he, again, you just walk away. And you just, you realize it in the moment, like, okay, this is it, and I'm going to let this thing go. Hey, after the I show, he asked me, he said, Steve, is there any way we can edit that out? <laughs> I said, sir, we're not editing that out. Matter of fact, we're going to embellish it. <laughs> You're going to say purr so loud. <laughs> purr. Uh, I was Steve Harvey at the Super Bowl a few years ago in Miami. Our whole archive available at YouTube.com. Slash Rich Eisen Show here on the Roku channel. Now back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. And for our radio audience, we just showed a clip on our Roku channel of Steve Harvey. And let's continue the original King of Comedy theme. Joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show is a novelist. I'm holding up yes. his new novel, Flipping Box Cars, the brilliant Cedric the Entertainer. How What's are you, Cedric? What's up, brother? How What's are going? you, man? How are you? This is nice, man. Uh, that was funny. I, uh, I've been on a celebrity family feud. It's very, it's, da it's daunting, man. Like, you know, you do think that it's easy when you're watching it at mm -hmm. home. Um, but um, I won, so I don't of know. Of course, didn't bring me up. I walked out of there with a bag, baby. <laughs> so let let me just jump right into it. Um, how did how did you guys form the Kings of Comedy? How did that happen? How did that come about? Yeah, so, we were actually all like touring individually, uh, and the, the the promoter that would would take us out. Mm -hmm. He had this idea to mainly put us all together. So uh, you know, it was a it was a unique time uh, where you know comedians we were all kind of go do theaters on our own individually mm -hmm. yes. and then uh, the guy Walter Latham he was the one who thought of this idea of putting us all in one night you know kind of the the kind of stars of comedy Carnal K and we came out and, and did arenas and it was amazing man we had a great time uh, we ran that tour for like three years and then we shot the movie. So we were out on the road before people even knew about it. So three years you were touring together yeah and did so, did you meet anybody for the first time due to this tour? No, no, I knew you, all those guys individually. You know, because it was a, it's a small community. So, DL and I, we had been on a tour before. Uh -huh. Steve and I had been friends for many, many years. Plus, we were doing the Steve Harvey show mm -hmm. at that time, and then Bernie Mac was, you know, he was everybody's favorite comedian. Even you know, mm -hmm. all the comics, comics favorite comedian at that time. Anyway, so 
it just worked out that, you know, we all were able to lock in and go together. So how did Spike get involved? You know, he just showed up as Mars Blackman. He just, kind of, he just slid in on one of those Spike Lee shots. Nobody saw him coming. No, no man. We, uh, we, no, we want, you know, when we were doing the movie, we wanted to, uh, uh, we wanted somebody to bring it, you know, the right awareness to it. And then Spike, of course, came to see it a, a few times. Uh, I think we did uh, Radio City Music Hall in New York, and then he came to that. And then, you know, he, he was just of the culture. He was the right person to, yes. to blow up this movie because it was such a great kind of cultural experience, but we needed somebody to give it that other, you know, that other shine. So, uh, and, he, you know, he came in and Spike lead it. He killed it. Is there a favorite Bernie Mac story you have that you're willing I, to I, share that's clean enough for our... Well, our, yeah, our, probably cleanest one. No, no I, I love... B-Mac is always great, man, but... You know, the thing about him, he loved comedy. And so on the first round of the tour, I used to go first. Uh-huh. And so, and then it was an intermission. And so I would have all the celebrities and everybody back in my room and like, like we're partying and stuff. And so Bernie came in one time and just did a whole set for the, for the people. He did like a eight minute, 10 minute set in your, in, in your my room. room, like just like and killed it and just turned around. and was like, I'm burning Mac. How about this one? You know, <laughs> and everybody was like, ah, and it was like, yo, that's my room. Y'all. That's and, then he, and then he went on stage. Yeah. And then went on stage and did a whole nother joke set and killed it. But you know, I took all the credit for being able to book him for nothing. <laughs> In your room, yeah, my room, guys. For your celebrity happens. friends, guys, that's what happens in my room every night. Sorry, it's you know. <laughs> but that it just is so but cool. So I cool, just remember man. when this was happening and how, you know, um, obviously, you know, Eddie Murphy's movies and his stand up and yeah. everything, and Robert Townsend being the director yeah. of it, and and it, and then. You, it kind of set the stage, in a well, would you say, for, yeah. for, for the original Kings of Comedy? Yeah, or, for or sure. No? I mean, the, the, those those Robert Townsend specials, those HBO specials he yes. did, set that world. Of course, Eddie Murphy, Raw. Right. Martin had did a big, you know, I think Run and Tell That, big arena tour. Yes. So that was that world. It had started to go. Uh, Dice Clay had did a big arena tour. Yes. So these were the, the I, people knew that that world existed, but nobody had actually kind of came out and give you the the super fest version, right? Where all of your favorite artists are there at one night. So mm-hmm. that's what Kings of comedy kind of became. That's so. awesome. Cedric, yeah, the entertainer man. here uh, on the rich Eisen show before you get to your novel. Um, so you're from St. Louis, right? Yeah. STL. Let's go. Okay. And so is that where you first, um, well, the, the Rams weren't there obviously when you were growing up. No, when so. I was growing up, there was the Cardinals, Cardinals right? right? Uh-huh. And, but nobody, you know, they, they were owned by the Bidwills and everybody hated him. And so, <laughs> and then when they moved, it was like, all right, good riddance. So, but then the Rams came and they came basically in the heyday of my rise as a comedian. So mm-hmm. the, the greatest show on turf and all that stuff, I was extremely popular and so were the Rams. And so, you know, I was I was living out here more, but you know, of course, I, I'm from St. Louis, so I had to rep them. You know, that was the, that was the team, but they were fun to watch, and the city was bubbling, and it was just it was a St. Louis thing at the time. Nelly, you know, me, yeah. Nelly, the Rams, all of it's going down. St. Louis was getting the shine, so you know that was that was one of those ones where you had to like kind of like love what, what was happening for your city. One of my favorite people on the planet is Marshall Falk. I'm yeah, sure you've Falk met him dope. multiple yeah. times. And I'm oh, sure, yeah. sure he loves you too. Yeah. Falk is my man, man. But you know, and all those guys, Tori Holt, they were great. Isaac Bruce. That was just a fun time. You know, who I don't think I've ever met was Kurt Warner. Is that right? I don't think I've, I could fix Kurt that. Warner. Yeah, man. Come I on, could fix. I'm seeing him tomorrow. I kept going to the grocery store he used to work at. You know what I mean? Is <laughs> he <laughs> shopping for cereal, <laughs> looking for the quarterback? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh no, he's moved on, Cedric. He has. He's he has, a big star now. Yeah, he he's no longer. He's he no longer stuffing the yeah. uh, canned soup. Yeah, it's right. He's not boxing Prudos. Yeah. Prudos no more. Yeah. yeah, he's been away a long yeah, time, right? He does not boxing Prudos. A, 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 a little stack of kale costs. So isn't it funny now the Rams are here, right? Yeah. So that you know that was actually great too because. You know, it was, you know, uh, my friend uh, Otto uh, Malley is, you know, connected to the team. Mm-hmm. And I've been knowing him from the Missouri days. And so, you know, when they came, it just was like really kind of, you know, 
Uh, cool. I felt like St. Louis was upset that the Rams were leaving, yes. and I kind of felt like my team was coming to me. So uh, again, I keep winning. It's like like my dressing room all over again. Nice, right? <laughs> yes. Even so, even if you lose a yeah, team, even you know, win. I lose. Yeah. I'm like, guys, look what I did. I brought the team here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I know you go to games. I've seen yeah. you. I've seen you there. You yeah. Know. And it was. I mean, they, one the stadium was is is a really beautiful place. Unique stadium, fun to go to. And then the you know that I mean, they went to the Super Bowl the first year. And then won the second year, so yeah, they they I mean, when they like, they came here and Sean McVay took them yeah, and they man. lost to New England and then you know yeah they, and then winning in, in SoFi yeah, Stadium the first time the stadium was open that season that's amazing so I mean it was all electric I was all on the field I mean, you thought I'd have been Is in practices right? oh man Is that right? I got pictures of me I'm out there with with Aaron Donald like yes look at us <laughs> you know, I'm like bro I was I didn't come to one practice he's a human muscle that oh man. my god he's such a huge dude and just, but a nice guy but mm-hmm. so solid just rock solid human being okay so which yeah. is your basketball team out here which yeah my team, team I'm, I'm 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 lakers out here okay uh but i grew up in st louis we didn't really have a basketball team ever so mm-hmm. of course the the bulls and especially the jordan's bulls they were the team that we can hop on a southwest flight and go to and go hang out in chicago yeah so that was my team too and i so i still love the bulls for that reason you ever meet jordan yeah yeah man i met mj many times you know uh his golf tournaments, performed for his birthday. You know, it's what always around per- Super Bowl t- time. So. What do you mean you performed for his birthday? So he would have these birthday parties where, you know, you go up and you have a good time. I remember <laughs> it was a classic Jordan thing, man. I walked out with some uh, Adidas shell toes on, man. Uh-oh. So, I mean, Uh-oh. and he lit it to me. I'm, tr- I'm there to tell the jokes. And he's like, what you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I said, huh? I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, you didn't, I didn't think realize. about it? I didn't even realize oh. it because, you know, I was wearing a suit and I was like, you got basketball shoes. They don't go well with suits, Mm-mm. but the chill toes, they kill the suit, man. I'm, I'm more about, about style, bro. So I got let me get this up, straight. Bro. So he hires you yeah. to perform for his birthday and yeah. make everyone laugh. Yeah. You come out in the wrong shoes Whoa. and he starts heckling you. Oh, man, killing me. I, I, and I didn't even know why he was upset. I, it did not. It did, it did not happen. I I couldn't figure it out until he was like, "What's with those shoes?" And I was like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, I wear a size 13. Nice. You <laughs> can fix that easily, guys. Just send, send a bunch of shoes. I'll figure it That's out. That's right. Yeah. Then, yeah. then you won't have this yeah, problem again. It's his issue. Won't be. It's his fault. Good. It is his fault. You need to be better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cedric, the entertainer here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, yeah. let's talk about this book. Where, where, where did you come up with the idea of just say, you know what, I want to write a novel. Where did this come from? You know what, I was, I, I was, uh, I used to have all these like ideas about my grandfather. I never met him. Mm-hmm. My mother's father was somebody that she, when she described him, uh, I felt like I had a lot of his characteristics. So this was interesting. You know, in a family, you know, family lore, you kind of hear mm-hmm. like he was a, you know, businessman. He was an entrepreneurial entrepreneur. He was a bootlegger, uh, gambler. And so I started to have all these machinations about who he was. And so I, oh, I, it started out with me trying to write a uh, a series, like a like a like a boardwalk empire kind of thing. Sure. And and then uh, the opportunity to do the long form novel. Uh, the people, the publishers at HarperCollins love the idea. And so we, we got together and wrote this book, man. And so I, I love the fact that I'm able to kind of tell this story uh, about a family member and at the same time, um, you know, put this fictional tale around it. And so uh, it just gave me the creative license to kind of imagine what his life was like. And so it's a lot of this. Yeah, very proud of it. A lot of fun. Totally out of my wheelhouse. So it took a little bit, you know, to get it done. But it's, uh, it's I'm loving that book, man. Nothing's better than just being able to put this on your shelf and it is done. And, you know, yeah. and now, you know, whatever comes of it, you can do another one if you yeah. want. I mean, you could keep going and. No one can. That's like they always say in the uh, in the NFL. No one can ever take this away from you, as if there is literally somebody out there trying to physically remove something yeah. from you. But this is the truth. No, the that's a, yeah. That's what that's what's really special about it. And I wrote it, you know, with this idea that he is a, a living character in my mind. So 
uh, millions of stories, a lot of ways to go with it. Even in this book, I I ended it with like three cliffhangers. So it All makes right. you want to go like, what else happened there? Or what happened to uh, this story? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I believe that that's, you know, how life is, you know, like everything is not buttoned up in a little button at the end of 30 minutes, you know, like on sitcoms. So, right. you know. So you did some research or just yeah. your own memories of your of your family for this? Sort yeah, of we did. We did a lot of research to kind of make sure that we were totally right, because it's based in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to have like the world right. What was going on at the time? Um, you know, my my um, uncle shared a lot of stories about his his dad. Uh, my mother's the stories that she would share with my sister and I. We would just re- recall those. And uh, and then we had to do some research of I, I based it in Carruthersville, Missouri, where I grew up as even a smaller town, about 100 and maybe 80 miles from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it is a small town in the boot hill of Missouri, riverboat city. Uh, and, and so, I, you know, we wanted to kind of get the whole, you know, texture of what was right around there and what people had to deal with. So we did a lot of research in that area. Cedric the Entertainer, a few more yeah. minutes left with him right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so um, we just had Dion on before. Ah. And it was kind of funny. He was supposed to be on right before you. And we spent a few minutes before the show getting technically all set up so that we could connect the two of you. Because oh, I man. imagine you, you've, yes. you've met him and hung out with oh, him as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, man. Man, you know, of course, back in his prime days, he's a superstar, but I've been knowing him many years, man. And, uh, you know, just really so, so proud of just, you know, not not even just the wins of what he's doing at Colorado, but really how he's leading the culture from when he was, uh, you know, at Jackson State. That that kind of manhood, that leadership is something that we don't really see in our communities. This was, you know, I mean. I wouldn't, you know, he's not a civil rights leader, but you liken him to me at this day to to the Martin Luther King, you know, like someone who's his voice, his his uh, intent and purpose, mm-hmm. the way that he is, you know, like you know, helping these young folks really identify not with, as winners of, of the people on the field, but winners as human beings in the life, and that just it's just great to see somebody be so vocal and so assured of themselves. And 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 then dominate about it, and and then unapologetic. So, and it, but not. He even said that today, which I love. You know, he was like, you know, people come for him, but he not. He was like, I'm not coming yeah. for nobody. Yes. Like so, when when people when people feel like his brag his braggadocious or his his you know his you know uh, gravitas yes. is too much, then that's their opinion. That's not his opinion. I'm just me, right? So I love that. I love that people can can misconstrue the fact that you're assured and you're positive and you stand on your strength. Somehow that's offensive to them. Well, deal with yourself. Now don't deal with me. That's on you, buddy. When, you know? when he said that earlier, um, you know, about 40 minutes ago, said, I, 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 I responded by saying, I'm like, when are people going to learn? Because it's not like he hasn't been on camera. And hasn't yeah. been on, like, he's been on the scene. He was even saying his first Sports Illustrated cover, he was wearing a hat and glasses. Yeah. 1989. I mean, this yeah. is 2023. So it's like, we. how many times is he going to be either underestimated or misconstrued? And obviously, he's not perfect. I mean, none of us are in yeah. this world. But he also told me, in something that you just said earlier, that he told me many times when we worked together at NFL Network, we spent a ton of time together, is that when he went to Florida State, it was the first time he ever saw a grown man shave. He'd never grown up seeing another man shave. Yeah, and, and, and so he has that. That's what he's bringing to the equation when he sees kids and he has kids in yeah, and he's coaching these kids things. up. It's, it's truly his experience growing up in Fort Myers now writ large as a coach of a, of a program that's yeah, winning two games. I had to games, teach but... one of my adult cousins how to fold his money. Like, it's little things that you realize people just don't have. Mm-hmm. Like, and so that's really great, man. And then you don't want him to bring the curl back from the Must Be the Money video. <laughs> That's what we like, Ice Cube. I'm thinking about getting that curl back. That's a different Dion right there. Now, that, that would be great. That's <laughs> another thing, too, is that, he, you know, I mean, he, he he hit 533 in a World Series. He sang Must Be the Money. Yes. He's an SNL host. I yeah. mean, 
Oh, the helicopter ride from game from the baseball game too. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. That's legendary stuff, man. You gotta give it up for that dude. Man. I know. It's funny, like one year we, we went to the Pro Bowl when it was in Fort Lauderdale. Was it not in Hawaii? It was in Fort Lauderdale yeah. and we're going to practice and he goes, as we as we as we, we get to the stadium, he says, you know, I feel like I've been here before. And I'm like, Yeah, Dion, we just passed the old Yankees facility where you did spring training. Yeah. You know, and he just he forgets sometimes. We forget sometimes. I mean, he's prime. You, and you know, know he's perfect for this show because you can't curse on this show, and I don't know what those curse words. Gosh darn, he was saying. Bull junk. Yeah, bull junk, they bull java. Like, what are these curse words you're using, Dion? God bless you. Yeah, gold dern. So, yeah. Dern. Darn, uh, the, the darn. Dern. I was like, okay, he mean that. He was uh, emphatic. Fantastic. Now, yeah, TJ, man. you go you go back like a car seat with said too yeah. well what i mean just with said's career and, and everything he's done i've been a big fan and well, what about western pa well that was huh? just i, I, I told said the, the one time i met said he would never remember this it was 1998 i was working in the foot locker in downtown pittsburgh and said came in and we you know you're not expecting to see cedric the entertainer in no. the downtown pittsburgh story. is that where you got your adidas i, I was probably trying, <laughs> trying to look for some jordans <laughs> For the next game, yeah, I probably just got reprimanded by MJ. <laughs> I gotta go to this footlocker. Yeah, hey, my brother, you got some, you got some J's in there, man. No. We got size, you, 13. size thirteen, size thirteen, my man. Thank you so much. It's an emergency. Maybe that's yeah. it. Put these in the box. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna wear them out. It could be that. It could be that. You know, uh, big up, bro. Yeah, Rich, man. can I uh, go ahead? Said, I want to ask you the same question we had Tracy Morgan on a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, we're big on top five lists here, so I was just wondering. You being the comedic Ooh. legend that you are, who would you place in your top five comic stand-up actors? Like five that you just really enjoyed, five that you feel were just your top some five. of the best. Your top five. Oh, the top five? Yes, sir. Oh, man, that's kind of... Well, it's all the kings of comedy. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> you could well, do you that. Got, I mean, for, for, for most of us, we go Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, uh, probably Robin Williams. Oh, man. Um uh, for me, as the late Robin Harris, he was the guy that yes. I kind of emulated my career after the most. Uh, the Robin Harris, and then you know someone that I enjoy, I probably would say Chappelle. I put Chappelle up there, and then myself, you know, if that's as the bonus. You can. That's yeah, a great. You're allowed. Yeah, I'm that guy. That's a good I'm one. That guy. You, you can absolutely do that yeah. because, you know, there, there, there's an I in my first and last name, so I respect that. Nice. <laughs> I respect that. I didn't, yeah, I like that. Yes. I didn't even know that. You know what? It's because uh, I, I, I make it about it. myself. Probably, yes. You know, I, I put my name on everything. An I and my. Well, there is an, there is an I in I, Cedric and yes. Entertainer. Yeah, there, you go. there it is. Well done. Well, so good. And there's two eyes in flipping. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Flipping boxcars. How about it's that? Huh? Not hey. need to buy a vowel at all. Where all books are sold right now. It yeah. was uh, published this very week. Flipping boxcars. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, great to see you. Please come back anytime. Always, man. Thank you, brother. This Absolutely. Was this was a blast. Let's uh, wrap up this show in a moment. Get you ready for a big football and sports weekend. Cedric yeah. the Entertainer right here on The Rich Eisen. Yeah, man. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. You met Prince, correct? Yeah, what yeah. Was- I never forget. We were at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. 
Security came to me to my seat at the end of the show or towards the end of the show and said, Prince wants you to come on stage. I was like, OK, yeah, he wants you to come on stage now. All right. So I'll go on stage. It's me. Whoopi Goldberg, Cornell West, Tavis Smiley, a bunch of other people on stage. And we went to this after hour spot after the concert, a place called Village Underground in, in the sure. village. Sure. Oh, it's famous. Yeah. And so, you know, because Prince likes to jam afterwards. Well, Prince just went to go listen to the musicians. And so it's Prince, his assistant, myself. And I see Prince lean over to his assistant. And then all of a sudden the assistant leans over to me and says, uh, I don't know why I do this voice, but it's like, Prince wants you to come back and have pasta and pizza. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then Prince got up and left, and she got up and left. I don't know why her voice is so deep, because it was a woman. <laughs> she got up and she left. Because you were summoned. Yes. You were summoned by royalty. And there was, you know, an array of people uh, in the living room, and I went back to find Prince, and he was back there holding court with Tavis Smiley and Cornell West, and he looked up and like smiled and gave me the peace sign, and I went back in, and we had pasta and pizza at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow. How did Prince like his pizza? Um, this is very important. The toppings first is, off, is a window into one's first soul. First off, there was no meat on the pizza, and I didn't okay. see Prince eat any pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we would go to his house, man, for, for the house parties. And it'd be Stevie Wonder playing the piano, uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner on bass, uh, you know, R uh, Rochelle Farrell singing lead. It was just amazing, man. And then you would get like five o'clock in the morning. His chef is serving you breakfast. You're like, why am I at Prince's house at five o'clock in the morning, man? Fun times when Anthony Anderson stopped by as well. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full show archive, as always. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long for free. And get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. All right, thank <laughs> you. That, that, was that, was that, was that was a good one. Lay out. I did full summer all. <laughs> silent, pr silently pronouncing the comma. Yes. <laughs> all right, John in Utah, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, John? Oh. You there, John? John in Utah. Utah. Uh oh, Johnny Utah. Yeah, give me two, hey, John. Johnny Utah. What's up? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, you are on the air, okay. sir. What's Sorry. up? Sorry, thank you, thank you, Rich. I was going to say, with uh, everything that happens, Rogers and the Jets, I'm reminded of another prominent New Yorker that had hope of starting a season full of promise and hope, and that you know that season was going to go differently, mm -hmm. only for it to end in despair. Um, and that season, of course, was summer, and that New Yorker was George Costanza. Ah, oh, summer of George. <laughs> okay. Summer of George. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay. So I was just wondering, so True. I say, you know, uh, if you're watching this weekend, Cowboys are roughing up the Jets. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're not. If they are, just stay calm and remember, serenity now. Thank you very much, and let's just hope the Jets' win total does not experience shrinkage. <laughs> is that the way to go? I thought the first season was describing the way to handle the that. Mets. I don't know how to handle how to, I think that's good, yeah. I thought he was describing the Mets season at first. Well done. That just went. All right, while we were, in fact – Chatting with Cedric the Entertainer and uh, having our fun. Um, Pat McAfee did have his BFF Aaron Rodgers on his program, and Rodgers talked about the moment he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, Monday was, uh, was an amazing day to start. Uh, amazing night around the field with the flag, uh, the electric. And then it turned into one of the toughest 24-hour uh, stretches I've had uh, in my life, for sure. A uh, lot of... A lot of sadness, a lot of tears, a lot of uh, dark uh, frustration and anger, all the gamut of emotions. But then the sun rose the next day, and uh, I found myself uh, in L.A. and had surgery on uh, mm. Wednesday. And since then, I've been feeling better. Before even an MRI, I knew I knew what happened. Um, uh, I knew I'd uh, torn my Achilles, and. Uh, I had popped my calf, you know, a few times, especially the soleus, and this was not that sensation. So I knew right away this was um, hmm. this was not a good situation. Jeez, man. Hmm. What a bummer. 
Yeah. Honestly, you would. The only word for it, really. This is a bummer. Four snaps, 75 seconds. Get out of here. So, of course, you know, Roger's first comment on the story there. And then the what next? The whole idea of is this the way he's going to go out? I mean, he's 39. This is not one of those, you know, come back from ankle this or elbow that. I mean, this is... It's going to be a hard road. This is Achilles, man. He had this to say about potentially retiring off of this. I think what I'd like to say is uh, give me the doubts. Yes. Give me the doubts. Give me the, uh, the timetables. Give me all the things that you think can, should, or will happen. Because... All I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration. That's all I need. Give me your doubts. Give me your prognostications. And then watch what I do. Hell yeah. Let's go. Okay. That's got to get you charged up a little, right? That's just your attitude. I mean, I I hope I see it, man. I, I would love it. So the idea that he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to go ahead and do it or it's too much. I love that attitude, obviously. Certainly, if it's possible, as he was asked, you want to beat the timetable by maybe playing in the playoffs if they make it? I mean, it is only week one. This is what he had to say about that. You trying to say you're coming back this season? Yeah, what's happening? Are you coming back for the playoffs this year? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any of those statements. I don't feel like that's that's fair to myself. I'm just. Uh, Is it a possibility? I think, uh, as Kevin Garnett said, uh, anything's possible. <laughs> wow! Wow! This is November, October. I know. November, well, it's November, it's it's four months. January. I don't think that's possible. But. What if the? Let me just throw out the scenario for you, right? What if the Jets, well, Zach Wilson gets hot, he plays really, really well, oh, above yeah. and beyond, and right? And then Rodgers is back, you sit, you sit the kid no. who made the playoffs? What? Not ready for the playoffs, but it's, it's, the report is like, should, Super Bowl. should the Jets make the Super Bowl? So then the Jets make the Super Bowl, do you play Rodgers in the Super Bowl? Here's, the one, here's, here's my answer to that question. <laughs> From your mouth to the ears of the football gods who, for some reason, find it <laughs> in their nature to keep kicking the Jet fan base in the Nards. May that football god or gods hear that and put that first-class problem in the lap of Robert Sala. May that happen. I would sign for that first-class problem right now. Absolutely. And it's got to start on Sunday. What a, what a game in Dallas. Obviously, I wish Rodgers wasn't sullenly zooming into the McAfee show on the Friday before it with a freshly surgically repaired Achilles, but rather getting ready to do his thing against the Cowboys as he's done in his career. But let's see what happens there. And we will discuss it at length on Monday's show. Chris Long will be on it. So will TJ Watt of the Steelers playing that night against the Browns. We're back to wrap up this fun show on the Roku channel in a moment. 